0: Well, 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 well. Look who it is. A fellow crewmate. Recent addition to the almighty MSK. Conglomerate slash whatever the fuck monstrous crew. Organization. Family. I don't know what do you call it. Business partners. Business partners. Spiritual journey. Spiritual journey. Multimedia. Homies. Just the, the homie. As as Maddie would say, the MSK friend group. Uh, Dax is here, you guys. Hello, everybody. Some would say a Atlanta legend. Some would say that, right? Atlanta legend. I'm Atlanta legend. Atlanta, allegedly, a legend in Atlanta is what some would say. Yep.
1: Okay, cool. I got okay, like a no, fork. Okay, no, don't
0: mind me. I'm just talking here. Don't mind me. No, no, please. <laughs> in the middle of me talking, just ask him if he needs a fork.
1: Chipotle. He could have just gotten yeah. you a fork. Chipotle? No, nah, I got. Uh, Can Chipotle? I just ca- say? Chipotle? Chipotle? Chipotle. What does that mean? That's what he's eating. Oh, no. Nah, I got. Oh. Um, <laughs> are, you saying,
0: are you saying Chipotle? Chipotle. <laughs> he said <laughs> Zapote. Chipotle. This motherfucker had a long night. Oh, my God.
1: Jackson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why anybody would eat Chipotle in LA with all this good
1: Mexican food. Yeah. It's not Chipotle, it's Rodale. I got Japanese oh, yeah. food. Rodeo. Sorry. Uh, Rodeo's sick. Mm. Rodeo, good. Um, your first rodeo. No. I got the teriyaki with the fried, fried egg and... and oh my god. yeah, <laughs> That's wild.
0: Jason, he hates it, but in the middle of me going getting on a tangent, he stops me talking to ask Polo if he needs a fork. Why not just go get the fork? This shit's real professional, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Just go get the goddamn fork. Don't Are ask... you sick? No, nah. He's sick, he's a sicko. He, this is this is how he he remains anonymous.
1: Do you think I'm sick? I mean, um, in the sense, you know what I mean? Like, it depends on the context of the word, man. I think you're a sick individual, yeah. <laughs> you know? But I don't know uh, how your health is. You think I'm going to get you sick? I hope not. You know? oh, well, that mask
0: is for, is for uh, that's, that's how he's, he usually wear the skin I just cover my face. Oh,
1: you, you don't show your face? I don't show my face, yeah. You don't show his face, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you a criminal? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I commit crimes.
0: Nice. Sometimes. He's in, he's in Texas he protects his identity? He's in the same game you're in. All right. Yeah. 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 You guys run you guys you guys are cross paths somewhere along the line. Right? <laughs> yeah. So so Dax, you got a long storied history with Atlanta. I think I first uh learned about you. Oh, would you get a you got him a knife?
1: Uh, I'm gonna eat proper. <laughs> he
0: got you a knife to cut your teriyaki chicken.
1: We don't have forks, so it's it's, I, it's, I we do have
0: forks. forks. That looks soft. I think I've you many, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be, good. be good. Okay guys, back to Dax. Dax. You're on my radar from a long time ago because I remember from like Dungeon Family days. Yes, I Seeing you pop up. And before I even knew that you wrote, I just remember seeing that. And my, my, my memory is fuzzy, but I was obsessed with Outcast, Dungeon Family, fucking CeeLo, all that shit. For, I mean, a seminal goddamn group. It's one of the best. One of the best uh movements musically ever to come out of any kind of musical form in my opinion outcast was uh was amazing and the Dun- the dungeon family uh albums were fucking sick all that shit um damn I have that uh What's that? I'm not even going to try right now, yeah. but the fucking white, white, whatever. Are you saying the name white my wall daughter. tires? Yeah, white wall tires. They want to name stuff. my daughter Jazzy <laughs> Yeah, that whole fucking whatever. I'm, I'm murdering it, but um, <laughs> either way. So can you tell us about your relationship with those guys? Cause-
2: yeah, um, just growing up in Atlanta, skipping school and um, partying and selling dope and stuff. I would meet different members of the Dungeon family at different times. Being the first would be Cujo Goody. I met a Crip from LA actually named Mel. He was probably like 45 years old back then, old Crip. And uh, he took me to the studio to meet the Goody Mob. Not to go meet the Goody Mob, I think he was selling weed to Cujo or something. And they were working on Soul Food and Cujo played us the album and we got to hang out. And then shortly after that I met Sleepy Brown and then Gip and then from there, um, they started just wanting to kick it with me. I think they thought it was pretty weird. I was so young, but I was making money and having cars and shit. So they were really into the dope boy culture, yeah, yeah, and um, and then Gip asked me to be in the black Ice video with outcast, oh okay, so after I was in that video, then I met like big boy and those guys, which I'd met before, but that was kind of like solidified us, really hanging, and they started inviting me out on tour and to hang out the studio, oh wow. <laughs> So on tour, I would just, um, through graffiti, I had a lot of connections. So like sometimes we'd I would set up, I'd figure out where an after party, where we could have an after party, if they could do walkthroughs and just get some extra money. And um, also if we needed anything like weed and mushrooms and stuff, and we would you go right. on like festival type tours, like Area 51s and smoking what was it called what was it dr dre's tour called uh, up and smoke up and smoke something yep, like that yep. but everybody would need drugs you know? and <laughs> yeah i was just kind of like a henchman for anybody on tour truck drivers stage builders
0: <laughs> you were the you were the go get it guy yeah and
2: then yeah. like big boy and then would would never give away all their extra tickets and stuff they would give me all the tickets and vip passes and backstage passes and um i would go scalp those and get a, just getting lots of money out there on the road and having lots of fun and then being creative.
0: And you had that and, and, and that's the thing that you know you speak to is like if you're a graffiti writer and you're tapped in, you have a worldwide network of people cuz like everyone around the world writes graffiti and if you're active, you can tap in with people anywhere you go. I mean anywhere. Just a phone yeah, I mean we would be going through like
2: coal mine towns and I would call somebody I knew like in Richmond and yeah. they'd be like, "Yeah, we got guys there." Or, yeah. You know, just anything I needed, I was able to pull off anywhere anywhere in the world like yeah, really cool. just a phone call away if I didn't have a direct number. So graffiti's been a tremendous network.
0: And you didn't, and you didn't make any music while you were with all these people. I've done interludes. I got
2: interludes. interludes. I get royalties and stuff like that. Oh I mean, really? Big Boy albums, yeah. Damn,
0: they gave you publishing on your skits. Yeah, damn, and, and oh, that's a
2: first. What's crazy is that my skits weren't even actually recorded to be skits. I was in, I was smoking crack and shit back then. So like, I would yeah. like go into the studio and like Big Boy, they weren't even there, and I would go into like a booth and lay on the floor and smoke. And this one particular night, I was with a DJ friend, and we were just laying on the floor smoking, and then the engineer was still in there messing with shit and I was telling jokes to my friend and then I heard the engineer laughing and he could hear me so I started just talking shit and he was recording everything and I guess the next day Big Boy had listened to all the shit I talked and started like splicing out interludes out of it. <laughs> so Damn. like if you hear some of the things you can hear me be like hey Josh you know like that's the engineer's name at the time so it's like I wasn't even talking for the for the album.
0: So you how did you I mean that was a long time ago, and yeah. I've enjoyed a crack now and then. My damn self, yeah. <laughs> that's a reason why I'm sober, and I will say it's a hell of a drug. It's fantastic stuff. But if you smoke crack, you were labeled a crack. In my era, the minute you had one little one little tiny nugget of crack, and you're a crackhead. Yeah, but they weren't
2: tripping on that. Well, they would. You know, they didn't even like me snorting coke. They they just jumbled everything into like being a crackhead yeah if it wasn't like maybe ecstasy would be the worst thing yeah those guys ever did yeah they just smoked weed and they drink like a gallon of hennessy which i would never do so i would be like you can't judge me you guys ate three x pills and drank a gallon of hennessy yeah. i smoked some crack that i cooked up myself it's yeah. pure comes from, <laughs> from a plant it's organic you crack <laughs> so I have, the table crack i'd always buy the whole the whole box of um of the uh, We call them Rosie Cho's because oh, you get yeah. some Cho Boy in there. Yeah. So Rosie Cho was like our chick, you know, and yeah. we'd buy the whole thing because I
1: never liked having like a charred up piece. No. So I smoked
0: really clean. ever like
1: a Cisco or some shit like that to cook it with, Add some flavor? Nah. No. No, no. Nah. Never did that. Dude,
0: who cooks crack with Cisco?
1: I got a homie. I don't know. They me he's like, put some Cisco in there, get some flavor. Mm. Well, I had wow. a homie used to cook it with ammonia in the microwave, so I just always just did baking soda water. The microwave uh-huh.
3: method, yeah. Or uh,
0: like a ceramic coffee cup. Wow. Should we do a crack cooking segment? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to the teach anybody how to do it. How to whip
2: it up. You know, I think more than smoking crack, I just like the science and figuring it out and, and, and pulling off a good product. Yeah. You know, and then like, yeah. so, and usually I, would, I wouldn't even be able to smoke at all. I would just smoke and I'd tired, knot out and shit. Yeah. And then when I wake up, I'm like, I'm good on that for a while.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you didn't have a fully addicted personality. Never, no. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I never had a favorite drug.
2: I'd always right. do them. I get sick of drugs like, oh, like, yeah. like if I I snort like a Codone, I'd be over it. Right. And then the next day, I'd probably smoke some crack and just be over it.
0: Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then I, I, I've i let a lot of people down some shitty packs. I'm like, yeah, here, have some of that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like four years sad. later, they're like crackheads yeah. for real. Yeah. And Not they'd be it. like, you're the first time I ever did drugs, you know? Yeah, and was,
0: uh, you know, try this heroin stuff. It's yeah, chill. man. You know, even heroin. I would
2: microdose heroin. I would take a little tiny bump of that every
1: Saturday. <laughs> you know? Microdose yeah. heroin. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn, I wonder if that's going to come up in the whole microdose world because they started microdosing everything. Be like, it was good for, for me, sure. I'd say, yeah. It, it would it it Mellowed
2: it, you out. Yeah, because, you know, I used to be a little bit rugged ruggish and, right um, right Right? it would mellow me out nice turn
0: very friendly yeah yeah Yeah. <laughs> very friendly <laughs> he turned to a nice guy I'm yeah watching. very nice guy uh, so and now now I know you and rhyme have been like running around going on tour I don't I mean I don't I check in on you guys I am like you guys are fucking doing ayahuasca in Africa and painting on goddamn huts and shit it's yeah crazy. man we've
2: been on a hell of a journey you know we're both dysfunctional ass yeah. motherfuckers and, yeah um, <laughs> uh, and rhyme more so than me yeah and uh you know, when we, we, we first linked up, was like really on accident. He had missed an airplane. I was supposed to be in Vegas at EDC, didn't want to be there, drove with Beggar, and ran into Rhyme, and he'd missed his plane. And he was like, man, you should come do this DMT ceremony with me. I told him I wasn't interested. I was kind of just clearing my mind and being sober. And he was like, oh, that's perfect way to go into that. So with respect, you know. So after that, we did, that's when we just were like, let's go all world, all city spiritually. And yeah. we started going to, like, get tarot cards dread and deprivation tanks like tobacco oh, yeah. purges water ceremonies yeah. cacao ceremonies uh we were just trying everything and uh ayahuasca was the one i think that spoke to us the most i was yeah, that my medicine
0: oh really yeah what do you think you learned in
2: all these trips um a lot you know mostly to res- just respect in general true respect and to have respect for myself and yeah. respect for my mother that i i, I didn't realize i didn't have mm-hmm. and um i would also say um Other than respect, what was another thing like, I guess, you know, like patience with my life, a a clear vision of what I'm actually supposed to be doing and what's really important to me compared to what I thought was important to me. Right. And um, it was just really good to figure out all these things, uh, you know, uh, straightening out my relationship with my mother. That was always tortured for me. I didn't realize how much of a void all that was in my mother. I didn't see her for 17 years. And when I finally found her, I found that I was angry with her. Right. So to let that shit go, letting it go of a lie. Why are you angry at her? Well, because, you know, I, I just didn't understand why she wasn't ever around. Oh, yeah. You know, I was just being a big baby, I guess, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you uh, didn't you
0: understand her, that, yeah. her, her perspective on that.
2: I didn't. And once I did get that perspective and ayahuasca mixed with it and then going to do DMT with her, me and Ryan went and did, uh, gave DMT to my mother and my stepfather. Nah, yeah. No shit. So it's all this stuff was very bonding and to bring them into this kind of spiritual sense was really you good. you forgave her? Truly, for, I, I learned true forgiveness, you know, not just for her, but forgave myself for things, forgave some true enemies for stuff. Yeah. I actually started calling up people who probably were going to whoop my ass when they saw me, you know, and um, just kind of threw, shot my shot with, uh, just being like, I'm down to let it go. I don't want this burden anymore. And, you know, some people are just awkward to be in the same room or building as them. I yeah. just wanted
0: all that over with. Yeah, beef, beef's a trip. Like, you, I think if you grow up in any kind of – graffiti or whatever subculture there's part of it is beef always. Yeah. And it's hard to get that out of your head because I still, as much as I've tried to move through and become a different person in my life, there's still times when I find myself being like, well, fuck this, fuck this person right here and fuck them and like I forget why even I didn't like them yeah. but I hold
2: on to it and I'm like well, fuck them it's strange right yeah and like
0: and then you realize that when you are carrying this is the old fucking hack bullshit you know thing but like it's true you're carrying around that beef and it's like you're just a, you're just. it's just like acid in your brain like you're you're letting someone else live in your brain rent free and you're you're thinking about them it's someone you don't like and you think about them all the time how much you don't like them it's the opposite. You shouldn't kind of thinking about them at
2: all. Watching your back all the time for them, too. You know, yeah. you might be in an area that you, you, know, you know someone might pop up, and then yeah. you, you just always kind of looking around, and then you, your demeanor turns. And, yeah. you know, I think it fucks up Here with your vibration. Yeah. I used
0: to be paranoid. I remember even like 10, 12 years ago, I was paranoid to the point where I would go see friends of mine and like put something in my pocket because yeah. like, what if these do? What if they decide to turn on me? What if this is the day? And, yeah. I, and I remember thinking like that. And I'd just be like, this, this might be the day. We call it staying ready. Just be right. stay, yeah, stay I was, ready for I was anything. Like, and that hypervigilance. And I always thought someone was going to come up behind me. Like I just really, and I used to think, I also I used to for years, for years, and not that, not that this is warranted because I didn't really have a lot of like, I didn't have a lot of dirt out there. Wasn't, I didn't have a lot of enemies or anything. But every time I got out of my car, I, I would just feel like it's gonna something's gonna happen right now. Like every time I open my car door, I was
1: like, "Someone's coming up See, behind." That's me. a
2: feeling that's still coming. Even just uh, when I was waiting to get the door code to come in here, I was
0: kind of just watching
1: my yeah. back. It's yeah. It's a yeah. fucked up feeling. You know what I mean? It's a fucked up it's feeling. It's a fucked up feeling. Like, oh man, I'm going out for the day. Do I have my fucking blower with me? So i got a bat with me you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. anybody can pull up on me yeah you know? After doing ayahuasca
2: though this has been a struggle too because
1: we do live in a world where
2: i don't care how peaceful you want to be sometimes it's just not that and um yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess they call it integrating has been a little bit difficult for me because um i just don't i don't have the this anger or rage in me that would um you know kind of like i wish someone would kind of attitude And I, I don't want no one to fuck with me yeah yeah, yeah. and then um and then i've had to you know, I don't even know how to react now when something goes on. I, I've learned that maybe my gift of gabber has gotten I've gotten in tune with that. And but sometimes, you know, I just wonder what I'll have to do if I need did need to get bucked now. Do yeah. I still have it? I'm just gonna Get my ass looked Cuddle up it's, on the curl
0: up on the ground, it, you know. Yeah, like a lot of that's that pride. Like I, I had, yeah. I had an instance recently where this dude ran up on me. Like this doesn't happen anymore. I was just walking in the wrong place, wrong time, looking at my phone. This dude just came. This dude was tweaking. Yeah, and he was big, and he ran up on me, and he was already at ten, and I was like this. I was like talking to my friend, like I was on four, <laughs> just being like, pop, 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 and like I don't think like that. Yeah, and it was like I had to quickly negotiate. Like oh shit, this is happening he's fucking freaking out and i and i kept like diffusing and as soon as i would diffuse this voice in my head would be like don't be a punk and i'd say something <laughs> back to him I'm like well, fuck you and they come back and i kept doing that i was like what am i doing i'm about to i'm about to like i had a nice outfit on i'm like i'm about to fuck this outfit up i'm about to get bloody this is going to be terrible i don't know what's going to happen he's going to get me or i'm going to get him but either way we're both big it's going to suck yeah and i was like my only way out of this is like is a one punch one kick situation i didn't know if i had it and i was trying to like I was weighing it out and I'm like and I was like you know what I just was like I'm good I just I was like I'm I'm good bro cuz he's a fucking a meth out fucking tweaker psycho like staff infection fucking <laughs> who's got a fucking blade in his back like it was you know what i mean but like that's also what happens with age like and i was like and the, the thing i thought about the most was like i'm about to fuck up this white shirt just yeah. make it all dirty that's something that <laughs> that's something that's strange that i it's like I a nice
2: button up i'd be I caring like, about my clothes and shit too yeah. much now um, yeah. but I, I strangely have been able to disarm people and defuse situations police you know crazy he disarmed the police <laughs> yeah i disarmed the police because um, you know <laughs> he, does, he does that thing where he <laughs> takes a gun apart depending, yeah, on, on, I trick. Think, depending <laughs> on when you see me you might think i'm a really bad person by the way i look but you know i've, I've learned to just wave at people like this yeah, like pop, yeah. So i'm like hey, yeah you know and, they're, hey oh. and, and, and it really works well <laughs> it works, i think with caucasians and police in general that works you know yeah. like if you know i was just in thousand oaks and i had to use it a couple times where i'm like <laughs> you know, hey got everybody. Over one and time. even at Risky's Gallery, <laughs> I was uh,
1: I got pulled over one time and I started bumping jazz. <laughs> <laughs> was and the cop pulled over, he's like, Oh, you listen to this? I'm like, All the time, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, oh, All right, you, know? you must be one of the cool ones, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, oh,
0: hell no, just bumping jazz. Yeah. you just play NPR as loud as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you have a violin in your seat, you just kind of start cleaning it and shit. Um, so you were over at Risky's compound, huh? Yeah,
2: well, I came out to LA. Um, first and foremost, there's a for a book signing where Roger has a new freight train book. I saw that. I saw it's like that shot to Roger Gasman. Yeah, and he, he he told me to come out here for the signing of the book, and then um, Risky and me, I'd also talked about dropping a print because he has a gallery in Thousand Oaks called Compound Contemporary, and he's got Compound. He's got that guy's fucking doing so much; it's unbelievable. It's crazy. And there's it's like crazy. 30 people working on the gallery, building a whole other section. He's um. He's got 30 people at his house building new rooms and it's unbelievable but we dropped a print and um last night we had like a signing and he had a huge show there and then it was like a full circle moment. I don't know if you remember a group called the Addicts, a punk group. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Wow, that was like my favorite group. I have a tattoo of that guy's face on
0: my ankle from when I'm
2: like 12 years old and yeah. uh and then he showed up last night and like we hung out. So it was like <laughs> Yeah, like, his
0: I I follow I haven't I've never been up to his spot. But his that compound of his, I'm like what the fuck is going like He'll just be like, uh, it's Friday, and it'll be like a weird concert. And like, there's like a taco truck, and there's like 40 people. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? And he's just like, very like, yeah, well, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And like, you look at his, you look at that barn of his, that garage, and I'm like, he's living in graffiti writer Valhalla paradise. Like, it's like one million cans of spray paint. Like, every fucking draft, every yeah. fucking device, you know, like, I have a little corner in here of a drafting table. He has a fucking...
2: I mean, you could build muscle cars. There's welding. He's got sharks being made out of wrenches and bolts and shit. He's cutting... Uh-huh. He has a van he cut in half. He wants to turn into a fish tank. You know, he's got a whole other house that's just like a gallery, like a private showroom for his stuff. Wow, it's like a amazing. beautiful, like, very d- beautiful home. And then he's <laughs> got the yard being, like, torn out. He's He's building, like, koi ponds and, like, some sort of beautiful park in the middle of like that whole backyard everything's connected he's got those two houses it's all one big thing now yeah he's got palm trees um you know ryan pulled his uh rv in the backyard he's got plugs for those 30 watt whatever those dryer plugs are he just has everything wow he's just got it all set up <clears throat> and then trav came out there so like it has been an msk week oh, oh ryan and trav reyes and Ewok had a show at Super Chief Gallery the first night I got in oh, here. Fuck, I need to go see that show. Yeah, so we went to we did that, the private viewing, then we did the, the the actual opening, and then I took off and went to Thousand Oaks, did that. Now we're back. Pose has a show tonight at Control Gallery, which is Roger's gallery, to be on okay. the streets. And okay. Tomorrow's the book signing. Wow. Coming here with you. So Damn. It's, a, it's a good trip. Fucking MSK weekend. Let's MSK go. MSK fucking weekend, <laughs> Let's man. Go. I mean, I'm so I'm about to fall down.
0: How about that? How about that uh How about that? What was that? 30 year MSK reunion? Was that? that Yeah, that was like
2: two and a half, three months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was overwhelming. That was crazy. I flew into San Francisco and met up with steel and we were going to go paint some stuff in Oakland and I always get chased by police every time I do anything in Oakland for some reason. And I told him, I was like, a little uneasy. I always get these really crazy chases here and then QS, this dude from D30 called and said, oh, hey, I'm up. We're up in Sonoma. Anyway, they said, let's go paint this building at the top of a mountain. And it's like a we drove 45 minutes up these windy roads and then we had to hike for like 30 minutes up the mountain. We get to the top and there's like some brutalist architecture building with a barn door. I mean this thing must be a hundred foot tall barn door. it's this building was it looked like something out of Kazakhstan or a science fiction movie or something. Whoa. And we start painting. Everybody runs around like little kids. And these guys end up on the roof. And we end up in the back. But the police raid the place for some reason. What? I guess they had sensors. I don't know what this place was. But we end up sliding down a mountain. My hand's bleeding all over the place. Some guys got arrested. And um, we head out there the whole day until it was dark. And we see bear shit. Like the QS is like there's mountain lions out here We're starving to death <laughs> And every once yeah. in a while there's little sheriff's planes like, like They brought out all the toys yeah. for us I think nothing goes on out there Yeah they brought out all the toys yeah. So anyway we hit out there and then we drove to the MSK meeting And then it's so dry out here my lips were, I looked like a crackhead when I showed up My <laughs> lips were split and like bleeding and shit From hiding in the mountains But I had a half a chocolate donut in my pocket That <laughs> I didn't want, Steel gave it to me But I remember pulling it out and they, like split it like
0: <laughs> you guys are really in the And then got way. us to go on this Rambo 10-mile <laughs> mission through the food.
1: <laughs> it was
2: it was some death-defying stuff. We were, like, climbing on these ledges in the mountains, and you just fall 100 feet down. And wow. I got to a point where I kept slipping, and Paisa was with us. And he had to come. He's a little dude. And he came, yeah. like, with some fucking vans on and just somehow tiptoed across and, like, got me across this whole ledge. Holy shit. It was, I was scared to death. I was about to give up and just give myself up a
0: couple just points. say I up. didn't want to die. My hand was blown and shit oh my god we were god. sliding
2: down the mountain i tried to grab some branches and it just ripped my hand
0: oh god i hate everything you're saying i hate those situations <laughs> yeah. because you know that you're going to get out but you know it's going to be hell to get out Right, but you know you're going to get out. Like when you get past the thing where you're like, okay, you got away from the cops. Now you have to get out of the spot that you hit in, and you're like, this is terrible. And you're starving, and you know that at some point you're going to go home and freezing and free. Oh, it's, we it were makes- hot first, and then freezing oh, when it was getting dark. I hate this. I hate this whole fucking shit. I hate it. See, that's what I don't. I don't miss that shit. Yeah, and I, was,
2: I was just trying to like chill. I was like, I just want to take it easy. We'll drive, you know, up the coast, smoking dank and shit. And uh, we had grimy with us, and like. I just wanted to have an easy going time by the time i got to the msk meeting i was just so burnt out and yeah and then grimy wasn't up on that fucking on that. no grimy didn't come but we picked no. him up after that and drove to
0: la so this it. was my
2: initiation into actually being an msk even though i've been friends and family with everybody forever but that sounds
0: about right that sounds very yeah sounds very apropos for an MSK. so there was initiation. no chill about it fucking a yeah that's that's fucked up i don't know i hate that i hate it i hate <laughs> it
2: but being an msk has been really good for me um I like the camaraderie. Um, it's good to solidify the friendship and the stuff that's already going on. Yeah. And then, you know, to be able to come out here and be so resourceful, too, is just unbelievable. Whether I want to do something illegal or do something legit. Yeah,
0: that's wild. I'm in, like a, I'm in a group chat on Instagram with everybody, and, like, I've been so busy. I check it once in a while. And like, you know, I'm fucking washed, right? Like, I don't, I don't do shit. But I'm watching what these fools are doing, like the repelling shit. And I'm like, yo, yeah. this is so fucked up and so crazy <laughs> where I'm like, this is like a chapter. If you're, you know, if you're going to look at like the history of graffiti, this is a chapter that's been made. Yeah. Repe- the fools are doing And I don't think people understand like when they drive past it, what it took to do it. Because you just see letters floating down the side of a building. And it's like, yo, motherfuckers are repelling. Yeah, like, I'm scared to death. Oh, my God. And uh, like they're, they're, this is like you're talking about. Like these are their first time repelling. This is yeah. like these dudes are mountain climbers. They're like putting on the gear and being like, vroop, I vroom. think
2: they, I think they learned on like YouTube and shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's some
2: some crazy. <laughs> well, it's crazy too because you can tell it's such a turning point in graffiti because it's, it it didn't even take but like a week before you see pe- other people are now doing it as well. Right. They're not like, just oh, our crew. Yeah. Someone, but they yeah. changed the game. I mean, I think like anything with sports, skateboarding. I mean, anything someone's got to outdo the generation before and i don't think anybody's been doing that there hasn't been like a a distinctive turn or something crazy like this that's happened i think over a decade yeah nothing that's caught my attention anyway yeah and not not even just doing it once but going out every
0: night doing that shit
2: yeah it's dedicated as hell yeah
0: it's crazy it's really i'm proud it's crazy it's like all, all that shit that was talked at the meeting is like all this like yo we're gonna kick shit it was like I was like, you're going to do some shit, but they're doing some shit. Like yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm like, wow,
2: this really. And there's a fire under everybody's ass. And I yeah. think once one person does some crazy shit, then, you know, everybody's like, damn, I need to get out here and do something, too.
0: Chain reaction, yeah. Chain reaction. Yeah, I, my yeah. ass
2: has been painting too much. I'm, my arm's over here tweaked out right now. Right. Too I can't much. even let go of things. I like paint so much, and I try to let go of a can, and my hand just be stuck. <laughs> just kind of, like this. Uh,
0: mm. Fuck. Yeah. This shit, this shit hurts. Yeah, it's painful. It's, it's, it's,
2: it's not. We were, even, oh, we went to Jamaica. Me and Vane. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw you guys were in Jamaica. That was rough as far as painting. It's just, we, we were, the places we were at were just um, beyond the third world, even. Like, it's third world there, but we were beyond that. And um, we have a guy named Face over there, and I don't know what he does or who he is, but from one end to the other, Everybody has much respect for this man. And when people would even roll up on us, once they realized we were with him, they weren't fucking with us. But I always was very aware that if we were not with this person, we would be we wouldn't be naked or dead or something. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: people painting in Jamaica. There's no one painting at
2: all in Jamaica. And some some of my friends some tough ass guys from here have been over there and they didn't understand how we did it. But we told them it was just because we had this this liaison named face, Dog face. He's from Waterhouse, which is a neighborhood in Kingston, and he's from a, even deeper in there called Samacan. And the Motion family has a relationship with him. That's a, my film buddies in my agency. But when we got over there, me and Vane, um, we painted a welcome to Samacan in the, the front of their neighborhood, which, you know, it's beyond a shantytown. And, and it also lays on, like, the L.A. River of Kingston on wow. both sides. But this L.A. River is, like occupied with tons of trash, dead animals, dogs burning on fires, dogs <laughs> eating burnt dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit's just, just a whole nother vibe. But we Fuck. pulled off a lot of cool shit over there and I could tell we instantly inspired everybody because we were walking through the market at Kingston and people were asking us, like, are you the paint guys? We're like, yeah. And then they would start yelling, the paint is the paint guys. And people were, were doing <laughs> their secret handshakes with us and shit. That's how to me. <laughs> if people recognize me, I'm just like, yo, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that they were like some, you know, some Fans, I mean, black that, guys were over here painting. And we were the only ones walking around with this <laughs> yeah, dog face yeah. dude. And everybody already knew. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's going to inspire some some kids to come up I mean, here. Already. It's gonna, it's we gonna were gonna teaching the kids brain. how to paint. Yeah,
2: but we were using like automotive paint, and, and oh we had to have God. special adapters, not the regular rusto adapters either. Like Vane knows everything, so he had these special adapters. But the cap ends up being like that tall, and like. It just my finger hurts so bad. I just like, fuck it. I ain't even outlining yet, and I'm just like, this shit hurts. And the paint was really bad. And then we bought like latex paint, but it ended up being the strongest <laughs> oil based paint ever. And it's so hot and dusty there, and we're like rolling this shit, and we started no. like breaking down and fainting. And oh. it was tough, but I'm really glad we did it. I can tell we inspired that place, and um, I took a lot from there too. It was very humbling, you know. to be yeah. back to uh, when shit was real. Shit was real.
0: <laughs> yeah, I shit's remember. still real over there fuck that's crazy that's fucking wild we gotta get some uh some shots of that stuff um so jamaica what's next where are you going after this where are you going after i go going to denver
2: i have a, a big is going in the red line contemporary which is a new art center over there in denver colorado so i'll be over there doing panels rhyme is also in that show i think ewok's in that show too all right but it's really big for me anyway sick
0: ass yeah Shout out to Denver. Shout out to the omelet. Yeah. Shout out to the Denver omelet. Any writers in Denver? <laughs> Denver um, damn, that's crazy.
3: Yeah, well, I'm just so they were grateful
2: for the vandalism. Well, you know, we, we didn't just uh, we ended up doing vandalism, but we kind of warmed up. We did the welcome to Samacon, which is like at the entry of their neighborhood. Which, if you see when you I can show you footage, it just it doesn't look like something that would be there. But once we put that there, you know, these people they have tremendous neighborhood projects like any neighborhood, good or bad. So, sure. sure. You know, the fact that we hooked them up, they'd never seen anybody paint with spray paint, I don't think, either. So that blew their fucking minds. And um, and then after that, we painted the uh, Star Force International Sound System. It's it's like they're, they're, they're the neighborhood sound system. So we painted the whole front of that. And then we started painting our names on things. And then we were like, hey, we want to do that. We want to do that, you know. So we started doing, like... There's nothing there, so I mean, it's so they it's were like a cool candy store for graffiti writers. We were like just blank walls everywhere in spots, so it was new to them. So they were, yeah, cool with they all didn't of know them. what it was. If you watch the videos, you can tell they're completely baffled, like we we came from another planet. Wow, they didn't even know how to react to it, whether it was good or bad or whatever. I
1: feel like it's tricky painting like third world countries. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What's, what's yeah, it he, like? Like, what's yeah. the, how does the dynamic? I mean, where fall? I was
2: painting, cars were like brushing up against me. Like, the mirror would run across my back because it was so tight there. And I would just be like, Jesus. And I was already painting so close. And then Don Face is a master criminal. And we all just kind of got in sync. And he would just be like, please. And we would just, like, go to our van and act like we were doing something. The police drove by looking around, didn't know what was going on. And we'd just go right back to painting. And then he started <laughs> shouting, you know, 45 seconds. And then he was like that's it it's over and i was like i wasn't finished but i was yeah this is it's time to, go. time to go but then when we painted we painted the la river thing which you could see from a bridge and mad people were looking sometimes we would see guys look and they would come running down i guess to rob us and then don face would go meet them and they'd send them back up Damn. and then uh but i didn't realize how good of a spot it was until i saw it from the bridge because when I, the bridge looks so far away but when you get on the bridge it's right in your face so that was probably the most epic thing, but that's where all, there's like hundreds of dogs, burning dogs, and then we brought the backpack kid with us. You know the backpack kid? You talking about the dude that does the dance? The floss dance. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> he's a part of my agency, and I just made him my little brother, so part of the way I've been doing things, like when I go to like do anything, whether it's illegal or whatever, I bring him, and he learned how to play the piano. So that's he, a he, random. So I bring him, yeah, it's random as hell. <laughs> People are bugging on it, but... He, these motherfuckers have like 4.7 million followers on TikTok or some shit. And he, he plays the piano and it just throws people off. And he puts like a tip jar and shit. And then people are like, oh shit, the backpack kid. So when we're painting, he just draws all the
0: attention away. Wait, wait, wait had yeah, the backpack kid. Sorry, yeah. I checked out for We took him to Jamaica with us. You did not. Yes. the backpack kid. Yeah, the kid with the fucking. He does the floss
1: dance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You should have gave him a throw. You took him to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah.
0: What happened? That kid was. I remember that kid was popping the fuck off yeah, for a minute. He was like with Katy Perry on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He was. Yeah, just fifteen years flossing. old. Just beep 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 beep.
2: Yeah, and then he's taught himself how to play the piano. He's just somehow a musical little genius. He's making he beats and shit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those beats. I've I have remember like videos of him. making Oh, really? Beats. He just good? started too. So I mean, to be as good as he is, and I remember
0: when his fame. Peaked when he when he pulled up somewhere and they like he got snubbed, it like it was like right at the peak and he you know it, this happens to everyone like you're we fucking your shit's bubbling you go to the like the wrong show and everyone's like nah bro yeah and I remember I saw that once he went somewhere and they just like they weren't having it he
2: likes it though you know he's been he's kind of been raised by TikTok and yeah. I was asked because one day he just posted me and like within five minutes I had ten trolls. Right, like really fuck with me, and I go look, and it'd be like little kids, and they'd be like, "It looks like you write dick," or you know, just weird shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, "Yeah, don't post me no more, man." I was like, "What's up with these followers?" He goes, "All my followers are trolls." Right. He's got millions of followers. So I said, "Well, what percentage of followers are trolls?" He said, "Probably eighty to eighty-five percent of my followers are trolls." Just trolls. And I was like, "How do you?" I'm sensitive, I guess, but I, you know, that shit stirred me up for a minute. I had to like <laughs> shake it off. But he yeah. told me he just. He's just used to it. Yeah. And he feels like he's doing a service to all these people. Like th- he's like a, a digital punching bag of some sort. So, like <laughs> yeah. maybe instead of someone going and shooting up their school, they just fuck with the backpack kid <laughs> online and just tear his ass up and they Damn. feel better about themselves now. The so backpack- he's kind of like a little yeah. angel, you know?
0: So, wait, how does it What's How do you have a relationship with that guy? How does that work?
2: Well, the Motion family is a production company, but they have, we're all just friends, but you know, I, I need representation sometimes because I just do like when I do big deals and stuff. So they'll handle my shit and then. They, I started being like, you know, I'm bringing a lot of money around here. And they're like, oh, well, you ain't got nothing on the backpack kid, you know? And I'm like, oh, oh, shit. I was like, I need to fucking top the backpack kid. So yeah. that started becoming like my motivation. Right. And then he's such a little prick that I, I love him. He's he'll, like, he looks like a little boy. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like 19 now, but we'll be like at the mall or something or at the airport and he'll, he'll just throw out there, like, I'm sick of you touching me in my. Private stuff. no way like, yo dude chill and everybody's no shit asking, and, and he'll keep going he, so he'd be fucking, he be, funny. He be That's fucking with me so I, I love his it. ass so he'd be yeah, I'd be fucking with him you know so he's just become That's a little funny okay he's got a sense of humor he's cool. oh I yeah, didn't know he, that. he's very aware of his awkwardness and shit and then, oh, okay. and then he uses it to fuck with people so he's kind of like a a sick little fuck genius I yeah he like looks him. like a
0: German clarinet player with yeah. a top fuck. knot
2: I, yeah he's probably the least likely a person. That I would ever become friends with this world, but That's here so we are. Funny,
0: I forgot that that dude is even fucking. Yeah, and here he is. He's clicked right. up. He's clicked up with Dax.
2: Of in course, in Jamaica. In Jamaica, are like, Yeah, mom, we're
1: we're, 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 <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to give him a, a you know a new identity. I'd be sick. I'm not gonna lie. If I see backpack King with a backpack full of cans. I mean, that'd be some fucking. You know, he was he was actually
2: a big diffuser because we would be in some really rough places, but once people saw him, they'd be like, oh man <laughs> fucking and then, like, and then he would start dancing <laughs> with everybody.
1: He like everyone's flossy. Everybody's flossy. <laughs> D- Jamaicans, he's like a, some
2: sort of phenomenon over there. And I was Fuck. some of these places, nobody had phones or internet. I don't know how in the hell they even know who he is, but
0: everybody <laughs> knew who he was. Damn. That's fucking hard. They're watching the fucking, they're watching the they're watching TikTok on like a piece of bark and shit. Yeah, you I, brought, I brought my iPhones over. Somebody, I brought all
2: my old phones over there, and they they're using all of them. Oh wow! I could I don't even know how they got them working. So sick,
0: so sick. The backpack head. Well, fuck. Yeah, so be careful in Jamaica. Dax is all over the place, you guys. He's doing all kinds of shit. He's, he's clicked up with the backpack kid, which is huge. I never thought. That would happen. Can we get Can we get the backpack head? Do you think we can put him in MSK? You think it's possible? Can you talk to GK? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's GK Street down. Regiment. Yeah. I know they did close the books, but listen, we should let's see if we can Facetime GK right now. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean Facetime GK. Let's trade Trade a
0: backpack for a harness. Believe it or not, he's got a, a go for it ass attitude. He's not really
2: scared of anything, and he's not tough. So he's just crazier than hell. That makes sense like it. Yeah. I mean, he's you've got to imagine that he's literally spent his whole life pretty much on TikTok and Instagram. So he's some sort of freak of modern nature.
3: But it also probably like hardens him in a weird way because yeah, he gets yeah. so much shit online. Like, you know, he's been abused by millions of people. Not yeah. so many people can say <laughs> he's that. Been abused. I mean, you like know, literally, verbally, textually. Abused. I mean, I've looked
2: through his shit, I'm like, holy you
3: shit. People on the
1: internet say some sick ass shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean the 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 meanest
2: shit in the world as I've ever read is probably on that boy's comment section yeah no they dig they can dig back the <laughs> and, layers. and some of it's pretty legit you know <laughs> no no that's the worst stuff i mean anybody who gets
3: trolled on the internet from my experience will tell you it's the people who know what you actually bugs you <laughs> and your actual flaws and then dig in. well man i'm so i'm so
2: thankful i don't get trolled that hard i got a couple of sick puppies out here but um nothing too crazy you know nothing i'm scared of anyway i mean you're lucky you didn't get viral on social media it's the the, well, the backpack is not allowed to post me on his page on any form of fashion ever again i don't need that i like my my, my swell following yeah no you probably got it
3: <laughs> i don't have a big following but i got following. a solid one i know same with powerful truth angels yeah shout out to the audience shout with out, to, our, shout out
0: to the pta uh, crew and family we are small but we are mighty but we're not that small and we're pretty mighty we're pretty big there's a lot of us well, we come in a real small package and make a real big difference that's right GK doesn't want to take my call. Well, that's the end of the fucking show. Should sure. I try to call him and see if he answers? my <laughs> phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. You try. Yeah, he picks it up for you in the first ring.
2: Oh my god. Let's see. Let's see who GK
0: likes the best. <laughs> oh, I'll just cry.
1: Ugh. You going to hit that Harmony Corin show. Where's that at? I don't know. I, saw, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I saw this popping off tomorrow. I don't know. I think he was posting pictures. I'll
0: check it. it out. Yeah. Where's that at? I gotta Google it. <laughs> Harmony Corrine show Why not I guess
1: It's probably gonna be great I'm so spun out, I can't find this boy's number Okay like that movie Spring Breaker. Now did that Was that him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spring, yeah, spring yeah. spring
2: Breakers. Yeah, that was a decent movie, but I guess I just so used to watching his other movies, I thought, you know, I kind of miss Kids and Gummo and shit. Like, I like Kids.
1: Yeah. I never saw Gummo. Oh damn, that's
2: a. I don't even know how he made that movie. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That movie's it crazy. It's really fucked up and twisted and like really, you know, just reminds me of the South a lot. I think he might have filmed some of it in Tennessee, but I just didn't really realize how he got such. Bizarre shit, and it didn't seem like it was made up. You know, like the albino no. girls with the bass truck—that just had to be real, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: You yeah, know, the
0: two guys fighting—like that was—they were obviously really punching each other. Like, yeah, the two brothers. Like, I think a lot of that was half. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't know, but I'm saying it's half like Doc, like not not Doc, but like he would just get people, put them in situations, and shoot them. And like, there's there's scenes where you can tell like everyone is drunk. Yeah, and like they are fucking
2: around. The Tommy Guerrero's like wrestling furniture. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit was
0: genius. No, that's great. I mean, it's I fine. think I think that film changed. Uh, everything. I think it changed like everything. It for everybody though. It changed no, but it changed the it changed the, it changed the culture of everything for I don't know. I think it shifted culture. In so many different uh, categories that I don't think you can even be aware of its context. Like Kids
2: think, was like that too, where it was just, it didn't seem like he was acting or anything. It yeah, like yeah. he just caught yeah. moments. I
0: know, was like some yeah. real
1: ass kids, right? It was-
0: yeah, it was, you could relate to all, everyone saw kids and was like, I'm I'm one of those guys. Yeah. I've, I'm the guy in the fucking, I'm the guy in the fat guy in the apartment with the fucking nitrous. He goes,
1: come put, on in. <laughs> that's what I noticed out I here. I put the 40 in yeah. my yeah. leg. I put yeah. the 40 in my pants. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know, I was at in Them's gallery show and I fucking, I went walking around and went down the alley and there was just a bunch of people with a nitrous tank over there and they, they had strawberry nitrous. Oh, no, I mean, shit. Like, LA always has to throw strawberry on shit. Like, I remember a couple years ago, the cocaine was strawberry out. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the wash. wash. And they got, like, strawberry yeah. fentanyl out, out yeah. here, you know? Like, what is it? Yeah, yeah
0: it's strawberry fentanyl. <laughs> you, just, you just die fucking smelling like fruit. Yeah. yeah. When well, people out here Fuck. smoking that shit, like, no yeah. big deal. Oh, man. You look outside, you see them smoking that shit. They're fucking out yeah. of their minds. Yeah. Can you imagine that smoking they that shit? shit.
1: They, got the, they got, like, a buddy like a buddy system, right? So it's, like, two people smoking fan mm-hmm. ones. But, like, one person smokes a fan while the other homie watches him. And then, like, you know, he's there to, like, narc him if anything happens. And then they, like, switch. You know? You watch this? I don't, I, don't oh, know I got I a heard. video of two know. guys doing
0: it, smoking <laughs> shit right here.
1: In the, we, we look
0: out our window and look down in the, in the uh, driveway. There's three guys smoking Fent. fan. I got a video of it. I'll show you. It's hilarious. I mean, and that's just fucking That's, that's pretty potent to be just puffing on that shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's I mean, wild. Because
2: the cops, like, just barely get. Exposed to it and die. If a cop, and and if not even a cop, smoke, ingesting it. Yeah, if a cop yeah.
0: sees it at twenty yards, he'll explode. Yeah, if he just see, if, if he sees a bag of it, they just they just disintegrate. But la <laughs> la locals smoke it. Yeah, yeah. But if you live in la, you can. As long smoke as you got it, the buddy but, system, you fucking straight. Yeah, you do yeah. whatever you want with the buddy system. Yeah. Your trip, your fucking your trip commander and shit. Yeah. What you You're doing after this? You wanna go hit some strawberry feds? Some yeah. strawberry
1: fanny. <laughs> you be my buddy, All right, I'll watch you back. You right. didn't even touch.
0: You didn't touch your teriyaki the whole time.
1: I've been like, I've been like digging been at it. Like, now it's at all it.
0: cold and shit, man. In honor of gumbo,
2: maybe we should eat it in the tub. In the yeah, tub. let's get let's get Polo in the tub. Eat his teriyaki.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that'd be nice. Dirty. Ass like, just getting noodles in the water yeah. and shit. Woo! Teriyaki fucking Did you bath bomb. Uh, Julian Donkey
2: Boy, you see that one? Julian Donkey Boy, yeah, that was a good. I've watched them all, I guess. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I saw that in the theater today, but it's wild. Yeah, Harmony Corrine's probably you know, next to the Cohen brothers, probably the top favorites. Yeah, He's,
0: he's definitely Unassumingly fucking, fucking badass movie maker. Clearly. Clearly. I need to take a break, you guys. Yeah, let's go. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: How's that teriyaki going? Oh, Pretty good. Not gonna lie. You
0: feel good about yourself?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, when they waited, I was like, damn, it's is a lot of food, but I was like, fuck it, oh. you know? I guess while we're talking, I'm gonna interview you. <laughs> right. Tell me about yourself. Well shit, man. Um, I don't know you. Yeah, was Ceta, Polo Cuddy. Um this probably like my third or fourth time on here. I don't know. Um I sure like Ed McMahon over here now. <laughs> man, right? For that Mankind? No, nah, I'm tripping. Who's Ed McMahon? Ed McMahon was Johnny Carson's uh sidekick. Oh yeah. I think he he didn't say anything. He just <laughs> he
2: just laughed at all of Johnny's jokes. Right. Yeah. You know what Ed McMahon did? He was there to laugh. He just yeah, laughed.
0: How big was it? <laughs> Carson would make a joke. And Ed McMahon go, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. But yeah. so this is like a menacing Ed McMahon. Yeah. yeah. Like Ed McMahon in a fucking ski mask. Yeah.
1: We, we, ski gotta mask go, we gotta go
0: back to the ski mask because the, this thing is like. He instantly thought that you had a new form of COVID.
1: Yeah, it's because there's a new COVID out.
0: Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. There's a new COVID drop. And okay, you know, new COVID and,
1: and there's a new, like, Indian virus. I was offended you had that mask on at first. Yeah, it was yeah. funny because the last video, I, I had this mask on, and someone, <laughs> I someone in the time. comments, <laughs> I was like, yo, not the <laughs> fucking mask again. And I was just like, damn, what's, what's going on? I was like, yeah. The ski mask just looks cooler. This looks scary. Yeah, it's it easier to ass? eat. Yeah, I got a ski mask. Is it warm in here with it. It's hot though. Yeah, so yeah. it's been. Hot. I mean, but it's hot cool in here. It's aren't you cool guys cold in the It's amazing. You got you AC. Like you AC. Like AC. I anticipate that I'm in a fucking hot ass studio. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, you. but you. Uh, there's a cholo tweaker with his socks pulled up outside, following <laughs> me around, fucking. <laughs> it was hot as hell out too, and I was just not in the mood. I felt like I was gonna faint. I was like, "Can I get the door
1: code, please?" Socks tucked into his boxers. Yeah.
2: When I leave here, I'm whooping his ass.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take his ramen noodles. <laughs> Fuck. So uh yeah, listen, I'm uh I don't know. I'm 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 cooked. I'm all
2: coffeeed up now. Let's go. You're ready No, to go? no we, can, yeah. we can. We can.
0: We can end it off here. Yeah, yeah I man. I, I feel like we should wrap it up on this note. Unless you guys want to talk amongst yourselves, I gotta go. I gotta go in the other room and deal with something. Yeah, yeah I go deal with that uh, shit. I Maybe i you I'll get guys, to know you guys can guy chop it up a little. Yeah. Bit. I want to know yeah. who you are. Yeah, yeah. You gotta show. Yeah, sure. You gotta show him some of your fucking canvas. No, like, before oh, you yeah. leave. We
2: got shout out Sponto, man. I haven't seen you. since the passing Sponto. That was my buddy, and um,
0: I miss him. We used to go to Voda and all.
2: he's taking take me around doing cool shit that no one else would take me around doing. Yeah, so I miss that.
0: L.A. will never be the same for me, anyway. I don't know how the dude. I don't know how he hung out and did so many things with so many different people. It is crazy. Yeah, like I used he, to ride around with that guy. No, here. I know, but I, I don't know how he did it. Like he did. He was. He hung out with everybody extensively. He'd be like, at your fucking mom's house. Yeah, and like yeah. help me. Like I was like, how the fuck do you have time to do all this shit? He talked yeah. to
3: me for like twenty minutes one time. That's longer than two tones I ever had a conversation <laughs> with
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> when I met him, he had a Mercedes, and yeah. he just. It was just oh, getting was the born and raised started. Yeah. yeah. And I remember we were talking to Steve Malvin and they were just strategizing how to have a brand and shit. Yeah. What,
0: what makes a good brand. Yeah. That was early days. And I remember he was, he was soaking up anything he could get. That Mercedes was a fucking lemon. I remember that. Yeah. He got it off of fucking one of those things. I was like, God damn it. That thing was such a pain in the ass. But yeah, he was slinging a shirts out of the trunk of that thing. Exactly. And um, yeah. I don't think
2: he'd ever been to a spa before. And I was like, man, I want to go to a steam room. And he was like, oh, all right. He's like, there's this place Voda. We with Steve Malvin. But I remember me and him were, like, smoking cigarettes on the balcony upstairs with Steve. Wow. But yeah, Experience. those are good times. That was 10 years ago, easy. Yeah, easy. Maybe 11. Yeah, easy eleven yeah. for sure. That's when um, Steve still, I think, I think Frank Magazine was
0: still going on then. Yeah, yeah. The very ends of it anyway. Time fucking flies, man. You snap nah. your fingers and it's going to be another decade. Yeah. People don't believe it. After a certain age, it just starts going like this. I feel you know. like every
2: time I see anybody, it's going to be the last time I see them now. Yeah. Because usually it is. Mm-hmm. Especially when I go to another city. Like, I come to L.A., and when I go home, usually by the time I get back, some of those people aren't here anymore. So that's very true. I've been I'll trying I'll to be very present in my conversations. Pictures. Yeah, I take so many
1: pictures. I'm like, yeah, we need another flick. We need another flick. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a, just in case. You know? Yeah. I just I just always took pictures
2: of people anyway, but I'm so I cherish every one of them now. Yeah. You know. Where are you from? <laughs>
1: I'm from out here. here? Yeah, yeah. I'm from the valley. Oh, the valley's dope. Yeah, yeah.
2: I I think I've embraced uh places like the valley, like Thousand Oaks and stuff like that.
1: Thousand Oaks is cool, fucking like right right there in Ventura. Dope. I mean I I grew up in like uh Granada like area, which is kinda like I don't know if you've been around the area like kind of like 118.
2: Maybe I I probably have not didn't know it was called Granada.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's like north itch. It's like it's, it's out there. It's pretty deep, deep valley. Now you're a fixture on the
2: Powerful Truth Angels podcast. Yeah. You know,
3: oh, I got around. I fucking. He me. gets around. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: fucking right. Know? He's a, yeah. a fixture in general. Yeah. You like ramen noodles?
1: I fucking love ramen noodles. Yeah, well, I know where some are at. So yeah, man. We'll get out here. Maybe we go get some. How do you cook ramen? Do you cook like, are you talking about like actual like, like ramen from like a restaurant or yeah, like
2: Maori Chan? The tweaker out there's got a bag of them. <laughs> and then he's, he's, he was squaring up my cigarettes, So I was squaring up his ramen noodles. He going to trade them for something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're either going to trade or we're
1: going to find out who's the man around here. Right.
2: <laughs> I feel like I'm in better shape than him. So we'll see what happens when
1: I leave. Yeah. Well, I mean he's probably smoking dope. Man. I just assume that anyone that's like smoking dope got like brittle bones. You know? Yeah, he looks he looks <laughs> he, he looks mad
2: slimy, man. Yeah. He looks like he used to be the man on the block, but now he's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, but remember. also
1: like if you're on opiates, isn't that like a painkiller? Yeah. Feeling? So you probably just don't feel the blows. You're just like, Yeah, I'm getting right back up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you got to rip some opiates before you
1: fight someone on <laughs> opiates. You, you, know, you like, fight fire with
3: fire or There's whatever. There's a cheat code, right? Yeah, do, why don't they they must do that in the UFC. I mean, I don't know anything about UFC.
1: Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure those guys are doing anything to get an unfair advantage. Yeah, I mean, do they numb themselves or do they just, like, take... They have to, right? Conor McGregor, he she just she drinks
1: whiskey. Conor right? McGregor, so Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the old-fashioned. I mean, if you smoke crack,
2: your whole damn face goes numb, so that's probably right, a good start right,
1: right there. You oh. get that burst of energy and then... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I guess it's like trading your coordination for yeah. your, your mm. invulnerability.
2: So <laughs> powerful, truth, angel, huh? We, <laughs> keep, so it we keep it. We always keeping it one hundred truth on this uh, thing here.
3: Yeah, two tones, kind of a drop in, drop out kind of host. Oh
2: no, I love yeah. it, dude. I, I, see, usually I'd probably get a little nervous before some shit like this, but uh, I knew this was gonna be chill. Yeah, you can. You can get. And I am tired, spun out, weird. I just chugged a coffee for the second time today yeah i'm feeling mad i feel like i'm coming off opiates
1: <laughs> but i'm not. nice yeah i feel like i come in this bitch like a kramer sometimes yeah.
3: that's a well that's the whole originally it was in an apartment so it made a lot more sense because yeah. we have just people like walking in always. Mm-hmm. It it was,
2: well, i'll say this off topic la is fucking dope california is dope as hell i'm not sure if people who live out here understand how awesome the weather is and Just the vibe out here in general, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of bad shit, too. And, you know, homelessness is fucking out of control here. But other than that, you know, cruising through here from Northern Cali to to here is just epic. Yeah. I feel like I'm on a different planet. And I feel like I have no allergies when I'm out here. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I'm from, it's allergy health. So. I'm, yeah. I'm hey. from
3: Massachusetts. You're uh, blessed. We and I are out here objectively and everywhere. And no allergies, no my- mosquitoes. No mosquitoes is, you don't even understand how. Oh, yeah. The much mosquitoes. My backyard's a
2: fucking mosquito farm, man. Damn. Breeding house. But yeah, I feel always very grateful to be in LA. I'm grateful to be on this podcast and have so much going on out here, considering I'm just from a little town called Atlanta.
1: Yeah. I, I've only spent like probably a couple of days in Atlanta at a time. Maybe like two or three. What'd you think? I love Atlanta. I was like, honestly, the crazy shit. I was like, man, I saw a little little Scrappy at the airport. I was like, yo, a little Scrappy. So dude, try to send me get on a my level, tape. ho. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? That was my <laughs> shit, bro. Me growing up, dude, you know, I just love the whole man like scene, bro. Man, yeah. I was like, man, I wish I was in the fucking club right there throwing my bows, like you know- <laughs> throwing bows like
2: them pros, man. <laughs> no, yeah, you know I know just throwing bows. You know, that, that was, the, was shit. the shit, bro. We got to bring back that kind of shit. Bankhead bro, bring bouncing ragtop drinking liquor out of a fucking gasoline mm-hmm. canister yeah <laughs> you know yeah with ghb in it with we, yeah GHB? we used to get the gasoline so no one would actually drink it and fill it with ghb we put purple kool-aid on it and draw a skull and crossbones on it just make sure no just one... so you know yeah and it's so crazy you only like you do a drop of it and you die and shit but we'd have like a whole fucking <laughs> five gallon of it you know and carry it around to parties but i guess that's like strawberry nitrous in
1: la that's true that's true we
2: got purple fucking ghb the Georgia homeboy
1: like an LA thing right you guys don't do that over there
2: it's like a raver thing but I feel like gangbangers and shit do it here like anybody get down with it yeah it's just normal here hella normal and then and then I was like fuck it give me a balloon and I didn't even get that far into I tasted the strawberry which is I don't (laughs) like I just I don't know and I instantly felt like shit I just was like here take the balloon Someone snatched it out of my hand and starts sucking on it. Like like people are addicted to it.
1: Oh, you won't take it? (laughs) I hate
2: to tell y'all LA, but nitrous sucks, man. Do real
1: drugs. (laughs) I can't lie, man. I've been doing nitrous since I was in high school. So Uh, like Oh, my bad.
2: (laughs) I won't hold it against you.
1: No, it's cool. I mean, it's like it's not like something I'm proud of, you know? But I will like fuck it. If I see a tank, I will hover around. That's your thing. Yeah, that's strawberry too. (laughs) Not strawberry. Like, I'll take any flavor. Have you had yeah. flavored nitrous? I've had a hell of different flavors of nitrous. Fuck me, And man. I've had, like, no flavor where you can just taste all the chemicals they put in I'm it. I'm always no flavor. I don't want fucking, you
2: know, banana-flavored vodka. I just want vodka. If I want <laughs> banana in it, I'll stick a banana in it uh-huh. or a lime or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> Same with, you know, just anything. I don't want added fucking fake flavor, man. If you want, yeah. I'll eat
1: strawberries while I huff my nitrous, but that's not... <laughs> that will be some funnier shit to yeah. say. Just like, walking around with a little basket of strawberries. has got to get together. I th- I, you know, <laughs> strawberries of the I had, and
2: had bigger expectations for this place as far as the drugs
1: thing. Yeah. About. Nah, it's horrible, honestly.
2: Uh, and we've all been sober, actually. The truth, powerful truth is, we're yeah. out there at Riskies, and we're just all highly motivated, man. We're not doing drugs. We weren't drinking. We're yeah. just goddamn trying to be powerful in our careers, man. Yeah, it's not even safe to do drugs right now. It's not,
1: unless you got the buddy system. Yeah, unless you got the buddy system, you don't do nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. They're putting it in the in the Hershey's. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Halloween's coming up. Make sure your kids Hershey's on that fan.
2: Do you guys just show this whole thing or do we edit this? Oh, uh, it's like minorly edited. Oh yeah. Well this should be tight. We've been flowing, right?
3: Yeah. Man, yeah no, shut up killer, once. <laughs> killer
2: pod. Is there anything um, else wanna know about me?
3: I don't know, dude. Last time I asked the question, we ended up with the Flosing Kid in Jamaica. Oh so. fuck. What was your I, question? Did I, I even like answer I your question? Yeah, it was just like, "How is it? How is graffiti in the third world?" Or something. Oh like man, that? yeah, I mean,
2: well, it was non-existent. We're the first. No, we're not the first in all of Jamaica. We saw some little tags and outros Rios and stuff, but for the most part, we're the we're the pioneers of Jamaican graffiti.
3: Where are there places where a lot of our audience is not graffiti oriented? Let's say, but they're interested. Um, are there are there places that it hasn't reached yet? Because I I watch videos of like Eastern Europe. You know, I,
2: didn't, I thought I'd reached every fucking crevice and sewer of the whole world in that, my head. But then, and Vane also, show. which is a young blood. If you don't know who Vane is, he's a new member of MSK, and he's just going fucking crazy. And he is a lurking ass son of a bitch. He goes to places where there's no oxygen. So, <laughs> and there's graffiti there because of him. But he, yeah, we were both shocked and surprised that there was no graffiti in Jamaica. We we thought that everything had been touched, but it hasn't.
1: I played it in uh, Vietnam, and I felt like that was, like, the most fucked up shit ever. Were you the first? No, nah, I wasn't the first. That's just crushed. But I, I went, and I'm painting, and I go to this uh, the Museum of Tolerance, right? Which is, like, all about the Vietnam War. So you see, like, babies in formaldehyde, and you see, like, torture chambers. With, real? Like, fucking, that's real? This this is real babies? Real. This is real shit. Yeah, real babies in formaldehyde. Human? Human babies, yeah. Oh. And then they got, like, drawings from, like, little kids. They're, like, with, like, one leg saying, I wish I could play soccer, you know? And then I come back out of the museum and I'm just like, yo, I'm a piece of shit. You know, why am I fucking painting these walls? As an American. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, first we did this to them and now we hit this fucking spray shit. We
2: were really careful of that too. Like, we didn't want to just, you know, our privileged asses just fucking up third world shit. You know, we did it with tons of respect and we we're very thoughtful about what we did. And um, we didn't make anybody mad. We, we, I think we gave everybody a sense of pride and cheered their asses yeah. up with our graffiti.
1: I mean, I fucking, I, I, I drank a couple of beers after and I was got back to normal and I was just painting again. Red scrap is...
2: <laughs> Red Stripe is the shittiest beer,
3: but it's delicious in Jamaica. Red Stripe is—I uh, don't know. i maybe a hot take, but I think it's great
2: in America. As, compared it's got to a, our other domestic beers, I like it a lot. Well, you should drink it in Jamaica. That shit is—that's deli- that, literally what they drink instead of water there. There's no water sometimes, and I wasn't trying to drink there, but there would be nothing to drink but Red Stripe. Especially, we were deep sea fishing on a canoe with a lawnmower motor. Whoa! And uh, they, all they brought was Red Stripe, and I was dying. That's like pirate <laughs> shit. That's what they used to. That's like uh,
3: 17th century we sailors. Hiked,
2: We hiked two hours in the jungle to go see the most beautiful waterfall ever, and by the time we got there, my flip-flops had broke. I was walking barefoot, stabbed with thorns, tremendously damn painful on the feet. But we got to the waterfall, it was dry, and then on the way back, like a 100-foot piece of bamboo that's this big around fell and hit me on top of the head. Goddamn. Yeah. You just had a red stripe buzz the whole time? I didn't even get buzzed. We were, you know, it's so hot, we were sweating. It was just replacing water interesting that's I've what i've never you, felt buzzed on it ever now ray and nephew their rum is 100 proof and that man. shit i had one shot and it literally sizzled my organs i had to chug a like half two liter of ting did you get that any white No, there was nothing but Ray and nephew there. Oh, yeah, just rum. Where we were at was Ray and nephew rum, and they
1: were lighting it on fire,
2: showing us how flammable (laughs) it is and stuff. Pirate shit.
1: (laughs) You drinking this shit? (laughs)
2: Yeah, I drank a shot of it, and that that made me never want to drink again. It it damaged my organs. I felt it. So, but none of the graffiti was commissioned, to be clear, right? None of the graffiti was commissioned. We did all this on pure
3: love and just for the love of our sport. And they liked it. They They loved loved it. it.
2: it. Very interesting. Especially, you know, the, the welcome to Con and the international sound system thing was big for them. I think there's that makes their their neighborhood the shit, you know. I think I think that really changed the game for how people look at that neighborhood. I'm trying to think of a neighborhood here that like, what's the worst neighborhood in LA? You know?
1: Man, I mean, yeah, I mean we'll think of a Skid Row. Think of, yeah, like Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: you no, know, what if we went down there and we got with the Skid Row locals and we were like, hey man, we're gonna fucking hook y'all up. We're gonna paint a welcome to Skid Row. We're like on the main entrance. You know, and then everybody came and hung out. We we live. You lift the spirits around there. And next thing you know, you you're accepted. You got to pass
3: beautification. Beautification, Beautification.
1: yeah. Now people respect that type of shit. You know,
2: anything with a little respect is going to go a long way.
1: Yeah.